0: keeping safe at your homes. My name is Atisha and today I will be in conversation with Ayushi Singh on a, another uh, episode of my podcast series. Uh, so let me start with a brief introduction of Ayushi. So Ayushi is an author, public speaker, software engineer and a vocalist. Her major, you know, genre of writing is psychological thriller and a recent publication, uh, Child of True Lovers, based on a very rare disease, you know, schizophrenia and pre-cognitive dreams is highly appreciated by you know, critics, readers, fans, and has brought her tremendous appreciation all across the world. So, welcome on the show, Ayushi. Glad to have you here.
1: Pleasure is all mine. And thank you to all your listeners, to you uh, for having me here. Really honored.
0: You know, question, series of questions. So, as I mentioned in the interview, also, you know, you are a package of wonders and writer, public speaker, you know. On the top of it, engineer and you know also a singer and a vocalist. So you know how do you manage all these professions and you know how you manage it? You know with such dedication and perfectionism.
1: Well, uh, I keep a balance between profession and uh, passion. Uh, one motivates me; other drives me. So both are equally important in my life. Being a public speaker, being a CBT practitioner, being an author. Anything which is related to my passion is not thrust on me. Everything that I have chosen to be is my choice. And uh, other, other than that, my profession uh, is uh, another aspect of me, which I love to do. So whatever I am today is, uh, is my own choice. And whatever you choose yourself makes you stronger, makes you happier, and you don't have to decide and think and plan accordingly.
0: Believe me <laughs> for you. So you come from a technical background. You are an engineer. You are you know, currently working as a software engineer. So what motivated or what inspired you to you know, get into literature, get into writing?
1: Well, uh, it was a kind of self-realization. I was always into literature. But choosing it as my career was a decision which I made when I was uh, about 16 years of age. And my college helped me a lot. They asked me to open a club and it was a great success. I found that many of my colleagues, my uh, juniors, were also interested to join this. So uh, literature was always in me. I gave it a direction when I got the confidence to go ahead and choose it to be. Are you
0: having any self-doubts, you know, when you started your journey
1: of writing well definitely being an Indian uh, surviving in the field of art is very difficult I tried uh, to solely uh, uh, keep myself solely into the field of literature believe me it was very very difficult because entertainment is always an option entertainment is not the mode of survival so I decided that I would keep a perfect balance in my life, and I would equally give importance to my technology and other aspects of life as well. Yes, there was a self-doubt at times when people used to say that uh, your writing is not that good, but then I realized that I was not uh, targeting the good people, the correct people uh, who understand the you know mindset of an artist. Yeah.
0: When you were starting writing, uh, so any particular people you know, in mind, you know, who were your source of motivation or you know, people who inspired you to be a writer, apart from your love for literature and art? Uh,
1: surprisingly, the people who are into education field, uh, great professors who were also uh, you know, ministers in education, I interacted with them. Uh, basically, they were uh, hailing from Uttar Pradesh And they appreciated me a lot. They said, everything is up and fine. Everything is great if you keep a perfect balance in your life. And they were the reason behind my success, including my parents, of course. And then they they always, uh, you know, keep uh, enlightening me, enlightening me and keep enlightening the spark of writing. They are the people behind me, which I judged initially they were wrong that uh, they, they, they they were, you know, educationists, so they were very practical, they used to say, no, not literature, but when I interacted with them, I showed them my creation, they were the one, one who said that, yes, spot on, you can do it, yeah. Our
0: book, you know, The Child of True Lovers, you know, how the idea, you know, uh, implanted in your mind that I, I should write a book on, you know, uh, this, you know, rare diseases, schizophrenia and, you know, pre-coordinated dreams, so how
1: the journey started all right uh, the journey started the reason of choosing this field was i was the patient of schizophrenia and i suffered a lot uh, it was uh, you know uh, diagnosed that i have some mental illness and uh, the doctor said that uh, only my willpower can save me no medicines will help because when I consumed medicines, I was in coma for like uh, six, seven months and it was a grave condition of my life. So a psychiatrist interacted with me and he said that Ayushi, if you want to live, you have to choose to live. And then uh, at that time I decided that I would, I would use the power of words and write my own story and uh, this, the journey of schizophrenia and how anyone can battle and, be fine like that, uh, like 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 I'm standing in front of you, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, especially people in India, you know, hesitate to offer counseling, you know, when they are faced with any such you know mental illness or you know any psychological disorders. So why do you think you know that is you know a taboo in our country for such diseases?
1: Um. Well, I believe people don't like to speak about their weaknesses. Because uh, 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 first of all, introspection. They don't introspect. They don't ex- accept what problems they have. First problem is this. And the second problem is they don't speak about themselves. The third problem is that they don't, they, when they speak, they think the other person will judge. That's definitely not true. We all have our weaknesses. We all have our strengths. And you have to speak it to someone. And surprisingly, when I, uh, you know, exposed my books and when I promoted my books and I, I, you you can't believe I sold my books uh, more than selling, I distributed my books to the students who, who were having these kind of symptoms. And they said that when they read it, it was very empowering. That is a definition of success for me. And uh, the the reason they loved it was whatever they wanted to express was already written in the book. And... uh, After reading the book, they they interacted with me, they said that they faced the same problems. And today, now they know how to deal with it. Today, they know how to talk to people regarding that. And they have turned their weaknesses into their strengths. And this is the same story of mine. Yeah, so it's very important to speak up. That's why people hesitate in counseling a lot
0: inspiring you know how you overcome all those struggles and you know being such a you know wonderful person you are today so you know for you know for I, i'm Thank asking the question on behalf of other people who are maybe currently suffering with this disease or you know disease related to it
1: so you know mental. what should
0: they you for action items of like this
1: well uh, first of all i would say this to everyone who think and doubt that they have mental illness that a brain is never in Brain switches from different uh, stages of life and states of life. Even depression, what I call, is not a disease. It's a state of mind. When you you know stress a lot, it's, it gets depressed. So it's not a disease. It's a state of mind. It's a state of a brain. So uh, you have to accept it that our brain is extremely powerful it's beyond our imagination that how how much it can accept how much it can grasp how much it can bear the strength or strain so anyone who thinks that they are having this kind of problem or they might have this kind of problem need to read a lot or connect with a person who is specialized in this field again I am stressing on reading also because self-awareness is very important. In our country, it is a very, very common problem in every household that uh, a particular thought process, a a particular ideology, a particular concept is thrust on uh, a a child's brain. It's not true. Many ideologies are created by humans. They can be created, they can be destroyed. So yeah, they have to accept that, Things are beyond their imagination. They have to understand their brain. They have to understand the, the thinking process they have. And they don't have to go into that, uh, you know, uh, aura that they are sick or they are mentally ill. There's nothing like that. Believe me, a brain is very powerful. Even I st- uh, thought that I will give up. But no, I decided that I'll, I'll try my best. And I did it. So if a common girl like me can do it, you are definitely more uh, capable than me. Yeah.
0: Coming back from this topic of, you know, psychological industry, you know, writing in general. So, you know, you right. come from a technical background, you know, maybe no formal education in writing. So, you know, for such people, you know, who are passionate about writing or maybe like reading and want to be a writer, or want to be an author. So. You know, any, uh, you know, piece of advice for those people who don't know how to get started? You know, yeah, there are a lot of people, especially, you know, management courses or, you know, engineering courses who likes to write, but they don't know how to get started. So any piece of advice for such people?
1: Yes, I have that. And I would uh, request them to take this very seriously because uh, there are many uh, naive writers. They are very, there are many new writers who come and connect with me and they say that they are not being successful uh, i would like to say that start reading more start observing other authors start i am not talking just successful authors normal authors struggling authors and uh, learn to uh, you know observe things literature has no relation with language a literature can be a piece in hindi uh, sanskrit urdu whatever but you have to be very good with your observation, with your base knowledge, with your genre that you are choosing. The reason that you fail is it may happen that when you start creating a content, it becomes very predictable. And as as a reader, a predictable content is often boring. We all know that. We all have been to that state, right? So if you are a reader, you will understand that You will know that the story is going to be, you know, uh, boring at some point. You will stop reading that. You have to understand from reader's prospect. You have to be, you know, very polished in your observation skills. Yeah.
0: Uh, Now, you know, coming from your writing background to your corporate thing. So one question here, you know, uh, how do you manage, you know, both the worlds, you know, writing and interacting with your friends and also, you know, uh,
1: uh, thank you, Tisha. Uh, you said that uh, I'm uh, managing perfectly. Well, I'm tending to perfection. Uh, I w- I'm, I'll not say that I'm perfect. Uh, I still waste a lot of time, uh, and I know that. But yes, uh, I have to keep uh, both. Th- these, bo- these both fields are like my kids. I have to give importance to both of them, right? Uh, one is passion, other is profession. And uh, Whenever I uh, write, I make sure that they both are not overlapping each other, okay? Because whenever I write, I need a free mind. And whenever I work, I, my, I want my mind to be focused. So yes, uh, the piece of mantra is discipline, which, which our elders used to say. Discipline, consistency, not necessary routine, but you have to try your best to follow a routine. Because routine actually helps. A uh, body is, you know, uh, created that way that uh, uh, it it used to follow biological time. It it used to behave and act accordingly. And if you know how to make yourself uh, self-disciplined, you lace it all. It's possible. Believe me, it's very much possible.
0: Yeah. Right. You know. there must be times you know when you are feeling you know lazy or maybe on a weekend you're feeling lazy or procrastinate so how do you recharge your battery or you know how do you pick it well you know pick it up from there and you know finish the task on your to-do list and make sure you know you're having a productive day a a fulfilled day not a lazy day you just lying on the bed or you know maybe watching tv series or netflix how do you do that that is what i want to ask you
1: uh, according to science, our body is, uh, you know, used to uh, be in the state of inertia, okay, and especially when you are resting, and we all have experienced it during lockdowns. When we are in the state of rest, we love to be in that state, right, and this is a this is a really stra- uh, dangerous state, and it's an utter waste of time. In that condition, I, you know, change my aura, I change my environment, I just... Uh, walk out of the house and go to somewhere which is very unexpected. I uh, the 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 way I uh, you know manage my time in this case is if I am feeling very lazy, I just get up, I get dressed, and I and I book a cab or you know by my own vehicle. I just go somewhere. I don't know where. I don't plan things. And when I go there, I feel myself recharged. I change my environment because if i thrust anything on myself i will definitely lose the productivity i am very much particular about it that i don't uh, thrust work pressure or my passion on myself because i the day i start doing that it will be a burden for me so just uh, you know do this do your work when you love to do and you need to be very much uh, you know recharged so take risk get out of your house meet someone new strange anything but uh, don't thrust things on yourself that's my mantra
0: very good piece of advice and i will also you know try to implement all these you know tips which you have given us (laughs) Uh, now coming on the topic of writing to you know mindfulness or you know meditation and yoga so first of all are you into meditation are you into yoga do you practice yoga meditation? Yes,
1: yes, I do that. Not uh, regularly, but I most often, yeah, I do that. I love to do that, yeah.
0: Think, you know, meditation or maybe yoga or any, you know, physical exercise, you know, uh, calms our brain or, you know, uh, uh, you know, helps with the productivity. So what's your, what is your take on meditation and yoga as a tool for mindfulness or, you know, enhancing someone's productivity?
1: well uh, the source of your success lies here and uh, guided by this body so keeping this at calm state is very much important and uh, uh, you know meditation makes you very much acceptable to the situation that you are going to face i have seen situations where uh, i was not accepting the kind of failure uh, that, that's going to happen but because of meditation, my mind was so uh, diverse, so open, so calm, that uh, I happily accepted it. Otherwise, I would have got tense, I would have lost, uh, you know, my potential or, you know, courage to move ahead in life. So meditation is a kind of your guarding angel, what I, what I term it as, which will, which will act as your weapon in your adverse situations. So, yes, you should go ahead with this.
0: What I have experienced personally, you know, there are times, you know, especially before a very difficult meeting or intense meeting, you know, what I do is I just, you know, close my eyes and, you know, have a timer on my, you know, on my smartwatch and, you know, just take deep breaths to calm my body down, to calm my mouth. And it really helps, you know, especially, you know, when you are having a very intense, you know, thing coming up in your professional or personal life. So yeah, you're spot on, you know, that you have to feed your brain rightly to, you know, get the right output out of it. Now, coming on the topic of, you you know, feeding your brain. So I know you are a voracious reader. You read a lot. So first of all, what you are currently reading, what books you are currently reading?
1: Uh, Currently, I'm reading Rich Dad Poor Dad, you might have heard of it. And it's a very popular book. And uh, it's all about financial independence. It's a kind of different genre for me. But yeah, again, a new challenge. And it's wonderfully written, I would uh, suggest all of you to go ahead and read it. It's it's a kind of, you know, uh, broadening your mindset about uh, financial aspect of your life. Financial, you know, independence or, you
0: know, managing your finances. So, you know, when people are in their twenties or you know early early twenties or you know uh, you know when they are into when they are into their you know college days or college years, they don't know how to manage their money. You know they spend a lot of money on you know buying non-essential items. You know spending a lot of money on parties. You know hanging out with friends. So, what's your advice for such people, young people, on managing money or you know handling their finances? So, what's your
1: advice? So, my advice is. Uh, if you love to spend money, please do that, but on experiences rather than on tangible things. Believe me, tangible things will, you know, will not be with your life forever. But memories, experiences, your knowledge, will be with you forever and improve you day by day, second by second. And it's my personal experience. It's 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 a kind of test that I did, okay, on myself. And at times to keep my brain motiv- motivated. I even spend money on chocolates because, you know, chocolate is good for health. So spend anything which is nourishing your brain or your body. That will help a lot.
0: Right. And you know, since we're talking about money, we can't, you know, leave fitness, health, health, you know, behind it. So I know you are, you know, a fitness enthusiast yourself. So what is your fitness mantra and maybe your fitness routine or regimen which you can share with our, you know, listeners? So how do you manage your fitness along with your work? especially, you know, in terms of COVID,
1: in, in times of COVID? Okay. So I am the daughter of professors and, you know, discipline mindset is, you know, it's it's a kind of very essential in our lives. We have to sleep on time. We have to wake up on time. We have to uh, do yoga exercises. We have to eat healthy and, of course, uh, nourish our brain. You have to keep reading as well. So my family background is one of the main reasons that... Uh, Keeping my body healthy, my lifestyle healthy was not a you know, difficult task for me because since childhood, I have been told to do that. And my, uh, my fit- fitness mantra would uh, w- was physical exercise, mental uh, exercise as well, and keeping yourself ma- uh, calm. Another thing that I would suggest is, please keep a note on what you eat. Okay, You, you may not uh, realize when you are in uh, uh, 20s or earlier, But as you grow up, you will understand that eating, uh, you know, very fried foods or food or junk food will make you aggressive Uh, in Hindu mythology or in any religion. You will study about it. Uh, Eating spicy food or anything will keep you, uh, you know, very in a very unstable state. It's good to consume it, definitely, but at a, you know, recommended amount. So keep a note on what you eat, Keeping keep a note on what you do uh, on a daily basis, because whatever you do is what you are turning into in your future. So, yeah, it's very important.
0: But, you know, being self-disciplined. So, you know, the question which is, you know, coming to my mind is for people, you know, who are not at all you know, disciplined and, you know, they procrastinate a lot, they are very lazy, how to, you know, get into being self-disciplined. I know, you know, it's, it's a t- difficult journey, but if you can break it into, you know, uh, actionable steps that, you know, do this thing first, then this thing first, and you know, suddenly and gradually, you know, you, you will become, you know, uh, self-disciplined, you know, uh, with, the, with the time. So if you can break it down into actionable items for people who are not self-disciplined as of now. Uh,
1: you know what? Uh, if we talk about a particular terminology and thrust on people, it will be a burden for them to practice that. Uh, you all might have uh, watched uh, the great YouTuber Nas Daily, right? He is uh, he is in he is uh, 26 years, and he keeps a t shirt. Uh, he he puts on a t shirt where he like uh, you know we ha- where he has written thirty three percent life is uh, on. That means he has wasted thirty three percent of his life. Okay, so you have to make sure that. Life is very short. No one is going to remember, uh, uh, you know, what you were, what you did, what you lost, and no one is going to definitely help it. So it depends on you how you want to make yourself a memory, a lost memory, a remembrance or a you know, milestone that everyone should follow. So uh, uh, self-discipline is all about what makes you calm, what makes you happy any routine of other person may not may not suit you any uh, you know dietary plan may not suit you any particular books uh, of other person other choice other person's choice may not suit you plan for yourself do for yourself and self contentment that is self satisfaction is very important in whatever you do so it depends on you what you choose to be it's okay to wake up at night it's okay to sleep in the morning but your body your mind should suit it accordingly So you have to create your own uh, destiny, your own timetable, your own choices to nourish your brain and your body. And that is all about self-discipline. Again, again, there are many plans and there are many timetables that we create, but we don't follow that. Consistency is the key. And that is a very, very, very harsh truth. And um, the reality also. Consistency is the key. So keep, keep in mind that if you are not consistent, if you are not doing anything on a daily basis, it's a fail. Planning is not just uh, it's just the beginning. Consistency is the key. Yeah.
0: On the topic of health and fitness, so you know, asking you some personal questions on a deeper level. So you know when we are growing up, you know, it's full of challenges, full of struggles. So, you know, what has been your you know constant source of motivation and inspiration? Whenever you fail any you know hurdle in life. So something or someone you look up to for motivation or maybe,
1: you know, getting inspired? Well, the biggest critic of my life is my father. And uh, he he is in disguise my motivator as well. Okay, so I'm very much particular about uh, time. Uh, uh, Whenever I waste time, I become fidget. I become very, you know, agitated that what I'm doing to my time. So he is the one, uh, though he is not renowned, but he is the person behind me, behind uh, my success, behind whatever I do. He makes sure that he brings me on that track. Okay. So uh, he just says, Okay, you are wasting your time. Tomorrow you are going to regret and you are going to come crying to me that I have done nothing. And whenever he says these sentences or gives directions like these, I, I, uh, the spark in me, you know, get ignited and I start working hard. So he is the person behind my motivation. I would not say uh, I'm not following many other people like Ratan Tata, Barack Obama, but yes, he is the real person alive who is very close to me and he knows all my, uh, you know, flaws and hard work.
0: you know, excellent uh, advice or answer that we should look to our parents for, you know, inspiration and motivation, the struggles they have, you know, overcome to, you know, uh, you know, achieve whatever they have achieved so far in their lives. That's a very good piece of advice. Uh, To the next question, you know, on your personal life uh, you know, you have dreamed this life with your open eyes. Uh, How do you feel about your, you know, accomplishments so far? You have already accomplished a lot, you know, in such in, you know, uh, in your early 20s, so uh, what What do you, what, you know, how do you feel about your accomplishments so far and what do you think I still need to accomplish, your, you know, master plan for your life or, you know, your long-term goals, if you can, you know, let us know or let the listeners know. So what are your long-term goals?
1: Well, uh, I, I believe and I always narrate the poem of uh, Robert, Robert Frost and he used to say, woods are lovely dark and deep, there are many promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep so uh yes uh, till now I, whatever i have achieved is for myself right and we all do a lot for ourselves we live the the purpose of our life mostly is to earn to live a luxurious life but i believe that is not success okay getting a trophy uh, keeping it at, uh, at home or showing it to guests or showing it to people is not success. But actually doing something for the mankind is really, really important. And that is what I define success to be. I don't want uh, my name to be uh, renowned in future, but I want my books or my work to be renowned in future. We all can see a lot of, uh, you know, religion turmoil in our country a lot of differences in our country, not in our country, only in the world. So I'm writing a book which is a kind of merge of all the caste, all the religion, and it's it's showing that all the caste and all the religion are actually teaching discipline, nothing else. It's, it's uh, And, and uh, you know, how to strengthen our willpower. But now, since we have created so many co- communities, uh, what we can say, I will not say them the leaders, uh, the people who think that uh, that are leaders are showing that their religion or caste is bigger than, uh, you know, anyone else. So I'm writing that piece to make them understand that this was just a version of teaching humanity in different ways, in different books. Everyone is, every religion, every God was having the same intention. To bring love and peace in the whole world. So this is my intention, and this is what I define to be my success, and this is what I see myself as a future. Yeah
0: so you know for all your fans and readers, so when can we expect a book you know out in the market? for us
1: to read well it's uh, it's a lot of study and uh, i'm doing a uh, you know study on various scripts and of different religion right now i'm uh, studying the quran and it's very difficult to understand and one of my friend who is a muslim guy who's who's making me understand how to uh, you know uh, the, uh, read the kalmas because it's it's out of the blue so let's see, I'll try my best uh, to launch it by 2022 end, but let's see <laughs> it should be good. Yeah. It should be
0: a great news for all your you know fans and readers. Amazing. So guys, if you are listening, uh, the next book will be out, mostly you know next year, by next year.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah, right. absolutely.
0: Coming to my mind, I know it's a stupid question, but uh, anyways, I want to ask you. Uh, if not a you know reader, if not a writer, or if not a you know, software engineer, so what alternate profession you know you could be in or you should you should you must have chosen for yourself.
1: Okay, apart from all these things. Uh well, that's a tough question, <laughs> and I was not expecting that. Anyway, I'll answer it. Uh, I was expecting to be a trainer. Because I love to interact with people, be it any field, be it any uh, domain or not only technology, but I love to observe people. I love to interact with them. And I can do that. Uh, In in my childhood, people used to call me very talkative and chatterbox and whatnot. So I used that, uh, you know, compliment as a profession of mine. So, yes, I would uh, I would be a trainer if not these
0: got it if there is one thing which you could change you know about things around you so what could be the one thing and why you want to change it uh
1: the power of acceptance uh i believe that people don't don't know don't know how to accept things be it success or failures so uh i i don't know what uh stopped them from accepting these there are flaws in everyone there are flaws in every kind of community but they are not ready to accept it and uh, you know uh, in a human psychology it is called uh, you know lack of uh, you know, self, uh, lack of com- uh, com- the complex feeling that you have yeah that that's uh, rightly put up uh, our country people are facing a lot of complex uh, uh, self complex or self doubt that they have to shout, that they have to use words, that they have to use all kind of propaganda to show themselves superior than others. And there is when uh, uh, you know, turmoil or fights or arguments start. Right? I want to make them understand that we are all on the same track. We are human beings, and no one of us are perfect, be it any community, a political party, or anything. They are not ready to accept the day they start doing that they will be successful on their personal level professional level and of course our country will be much more stronger because i can see the uh, i'm not being self-obsessed but i can see the potential of in any indian is far beyond as compared to anyone in the world we are everywhere everywhere yeah
0: quality you think you know we humans we all humans should you know process
1: Well, power of forgiveness, okay, power of forgiveness, and it may sound very obvious, but it is very rare and it is very difficult in people to uh, find, even if, if they show that they have forgiven anyone, they will hold a grudge against them. But that's not how things should be. It should be very clear cut. Number one, this forgiveness thing that I have not found in many people, And number two communication, they are not ready to communicate, even if they do, they will judge the words that they choose, they will observe what they're saying and they will of course observe the other person what they are saying so. uh, I don't know it's it's in the people or it's the society that we have created uh, or it's the you know it's it's the framework of the society that we have created maybe it's it's a fault from coming from the very long period of time and we have to eradicate we have to make them understand that. It's okay to forgive, it's okay to make mistakes, and it's okay to accept that uh, you can be wrong. Yeah.
0: Lovely conversation, you know, I personally, on a personal note, I have learned so many things, you know, from you, you know, about, you know, forgiveness, you know, being in harmony with others, you know, about self-discipline, motivation, you know, how to overcome struggles, so one last question which I want to ask you. A people are confused about their career, especially youngsters, right? People who are in their colleges, maybe, you know, people who are about to pass their, you know, schools. So what piece of advice would you like to give to all the youngsters, you know, who are confused about their life, their careers?
1: Okay. Uh, first of all, money doesn't come easily. You have to accept it. We have to do a lot of hard work, you know? Uh, if you say that uh, you can relax and you can do, but it's not possible, in the, especially in the initial stages of your career, be it any field, any, any field, even if you are an influencer, I know how, how, how hard they are working towards it. So, accept this, that you have to work very hard. Secondly, uh, at times when we start doing same kind of work, we get bored very easily and we look for career change. But that's that's not uh, a good suggestion that I would uh, give you. It's it's very important to accept uh, you know all seasons of your career. You have to understand that they, uh, things can be different at times. Things will never be always good. Okay, you have to uh, face uh, uh, you know tough situations and the good situations as well. They're, if you are thinking that uh, there will be always a good season in your career life, no, this will not be. The third thing is, uh, in their initial stages, freshers very easily get offended by their managers, their team leads. And yes, I can say that even I have, uh, I was at that place and when my uh, manager talked to me uh, you know, rudely, I was very much uh, uh, you know, offended about that. But you have to talk to them. You don't have to hold a grudge. You don't have to just go and resign. Because this is a wrong attitude. If not company A, then company B will be the same. And uh, you have to adjust. You have to learn. You have to excel. If the, if the, if the uh, manager is exceptionally bad, talk to him. Talk to the uh, senior manager or anyone else but you have to make things clear. You don't have to run away from what you are doing. Okay, and if you do that, you will keep uh, running away from your life, from whatever you face, and it will become your habit. Ultimately, you will stand nowhere. You have to accept it. Yeah, this is the career ex- uh, advice that I would give.
0: Thank you, Ayesha, for your you know, precious time today. Such a lovely conversation, and on a personal note, I learned a lot, you know, I learned a lot from you by talking to you asking you questions so for me it was a transformational journey you can say in you know, the last 20 40 minutes we are talking it has you know really changed my perspective on lots of things be it you know self discipline you know be it you know people around you so thanks a lot for your your for your precious time and wish you all the very best
1: thank you Atishay. and honestly there's a lot to learn from you as well as a as a listener being myself i have observed many things from you i have met you and dear listeners if you are watching his podcast he's an amazing person uh, i confess that on call
0: <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot i for your you know kind words and guys if you are watching this podcast you can subscribe to my channel for you know, or for more such interesting conversations thanks a lot guys and this is adish and signing off take care and stay safe